Have you ever wondered why we don't feel bad for rich people? Well, I can kind of guess and say it's probably because we don't think that they experience the same level of hardship and pain and anger and stress as we all regular regular people do. What if I told you that that couldn't be further away from the truth? Let's get into it. I saw him first. No, I saw him first. I saw him first. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. And if you're new here, welcome to my channel. My name is Angie, and today we're talking about something called hedonic adaptation, or some people call it happiness adaptation. In my last video, I asked the question: Does money make you happy? And I answered it. And from there, there was this interesting perspective that. There's a level of money or level of wealth that you amount to and you get and the level of success and the level of status that you have that doesn't necessarily bring you more joy. It doesn't necessarily bring you more happiness, right? So in that video, I spoke about the monetary, the exact amount that some studies have found that you earn and everything after then just sort of feels the same. Everything after that amount just sort of feels exactly how you felt when you got money before that money, if that makes sense. And I'm going to explain this right now um, using my iPad. So let's get into it. So in the UK, the average earning is around £30,000, right? £30,000. So let's say you got a promotion at your job or you just left your job to another job and you got a pay rise and now you're earning £35,000, right? At £35,000, you're like, yes, I did it. Got more money. I can do this. I can do that. I can buy more of this. I can buy more of that. I can buy a better this. I can buy a better that. And then a year or two, or however long, you get another pay rise. And now you've got £50,000. I'm sure people in the US might think, is that good money? It is. It is in the UK, especially if you live up north. Like I do, I live in Manchester and in Manchester, £50,000 is pretty good money. Like you can live very comfortably on £50,000. Now, what if I told you that after £50,000, every amount you get, considering the current level of inflation and the current standard of living and the current, you know, living wage in Manchester, every amount after that £50,000 just starts to feel the same as £50,000. So say you get really lucky and some manager discovered how talented you are, right? And then you've just got this massive promotion and now you're on £80,000. Now you're on £80,000. No, your first instinct, like your first reaction will be excitement. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say you wouldn't feel the excitement. I'm not trying to say you're not going to feel exhilarated and be like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I've got just got permission. I've got £80,000. You will feel those emotions. But they will just start to kind of just die down very, very quickly. And that's what idonic adaptation is. Same thing goes for whether you start to earn 100000 and another pay rise and you get 120,000. Yes, your quality, like your perceived quality of life gets better, but it's not because you've earned more money. It's actually because you've just started to compare your earnings to someone else's earnings. 
I spoke about that in my last video. I compared the number $75,000, right? That was the perceived number that brings you enough happiness because it satisfies your basic needs. And everything after $75,000 is just like nice to have. Let's equivalent that to 50,000 pounds. So $75,000, 50,000 pounds. At 50,000 pounds, because you've already met your basic needs, because you've already sort of fulfilled, you've improved your life to that point where you're not really lacking much. You've got food, you've got shelter, you've got clothing, you feel good. Every money after that just becomes nice to have. Just becomes you just comparing your income to your siblings' income, to your friends' income, to your neighbor's income, and maybe just trying to reach this level of of achievement that maybe your parents have set for you or maybe you're just a born overachiever what am i trying to say yes getting more money makes you happy but when you actually have that money you're not particularly happier than when you didn't have that money because why the pursuit of happiness is actually what makes us happy i'm gonna say that again chasing the money chasing that money accumulating the money adding more itself is what makes us happy it's not when we actually already have 150k it's the thought that we can oh, oh my god we can go for 200,000 that's what drives us that's what actually makes us happy that's why people see rich people as money hungry it's not because they just want more money it's because that's how that's their brain they have so much money that the only way they can feel good about themselves is to just get more money because the money they have right now does not really add anything else to their life does not really bring any more joy than when they earned a hundred thousand dollars it doesn't so the only way for them to keep getting that dopamine boost that serotonin boost the only way for them to continue to feel good and continue to hit that joyful emotion is to just keep accumulating more and more and more wealth. I'm going to give you an example. This is not even about money. This is about just job hunting. When I was job hunting, I had so much drive. I was really going for it. I was applying here, applying there. I had so much purpose. And then I got my first job offer. Oh my God. I got my second job offer. Oh my God. I got my third job offer and I was over them and I was like, yes, Angie, you did it. You did it. You did it. And then after the third, you don't really need any more, right? So I accepted one of the offers and I crashed. I completely crashed. My emotions crashed. I just felt so, burnout is not the right word, but I felt so deflated. That is the right word. I felt so deflated. I was like, what now? Like, what do I do now? What do I do with myself now? I've already got the thing. I've already finished the race. The chase was the fun. The chase was the happiness, the chase of the job was what brought me satisfaction. Getting the job itself, yeah, that felt good, but now I have to work. <laughs> now I have to go to work every day when I didn't even feel like it. But getting the job, ooh, that felt good. Now, what am I trying to say? I'm not trying to say rich people don't have it good. Because in my last video, I actually did say getting more money does equate to more happiness, right? But the fact is not that having more money will bring you more happiness. The fact is that how much money do you need? How much money do you think you need for you to get to that level of happiness that you're content? Because stress and anger are those two emotions that you can't really get rid of. Even with 
crazy amount of money. No matter how much money you have, you would always be stressed and angry. So those are two emotions you can be sure as hell that rich people definitely face on a day-to-day. Yes, they might not have that difficulty of how am I going to pay my rent? Well, they're probably depressed. They're probably stressed AF. Because why? You get the money up until a certain amount that getting more money just does not feel good anymore. It just doesn't feel good anymore. So you on your little 100k, you probably, you probably, not probably, statistically, in terms of science, right? You statistically feel just as good as Kim Kardashian. With all our millions, you with your 100,000 pounds, you have the same, just about the same level of joy and happiness as Kim Kardashian. Why? Because she's had so much money, it's altered her brain chemistry that the money she has just doesn't even feel that good anymore. She has to get more and more and more and more and more. So what am I trying to say? Just ascertain that level, just decide on that level of money that you think will be great for your utmost satisfaction, for that good life standard that you want, for that good standard of living that you want. How much money do you truly need to just like exceed your basic needs? Yeah. Have the right amount of luxurious holidays. Yeah. But beyond that, what else are you using your money for? There's that saying, right? If you say money can't buy happiness, you just don't know where to shop. It's kind of true. But I'm going to tell you a better way to phrase it. If you say money can't buy happiness, you just don't know what to do with your money. Because the one, the number one determinant of true joy and happiness, right? The number one determinant of the quality of your life is the quality of your relationships. So the people around you, your familial relationship, your romantic relationships and your friendships, those are the true determinants of happiness. Those are the true things that bring you happiness. So how do you use your money? How do you use your money to make you happier, to make sure that you just continue to feel happier and happier and happier? And it's not just about the pursuit of the money and the pursuit of the happiness. You actually get to enjoy the money. The answer is not to accumulate material things. The answer is to accumulate experiences. Spend your money on that holiday. Spend your money on your family. Spend your money on your friends. Spend your money on your man, on your woman. That's how you get more happiness. That's not extrinsic. It's intrinsic. It makes you feel good from the inside. It's not just spending money to impress other people. It's not just spending money to kind of like be perceived a certain way or to have a certain status, get in the Ferrari. Of course, get the Ferrari. But when you have one or two Ferraris, why do you need more Ferraris? At that point, spend the money on a holiday with your family. At that point, spend the money helping people. That's really what makes you happy. That's how money can bring you more happiness beyond the basic needs happiness. So why should you feel bad for rich people? You don't have to. You're right. They do have it good. They have it pretty, pretty, pretty good. In fact, if I were to trade lives with, you know, one of the rich Kardashians right now, one of the billionaires of the world, I will. I will. Because, yeah, I'd rather cry in a Ferrari than in uh, I don't know, on a tram. <laughs> so, yeah, to conclude this video, I'm not saying rich people and poor people have it just as hard. That is wrong. That is that is so wrong. But I'm just saying, yeah, rich people are rich and they may seem so like far away from everyday life. But that's not necessarily true because yeah, they're rich, but in their brain, like chemically in their brain, they have so much, they have enough 
that is just set back to baseline. They've just gone back to baseline and they just need more and more and more to just hit that spot, to hit that sweet spot that they need to feel happy. So all this pain that we feel on a regular basis, they probably feel it too, even with their money. There's people that have like hurt themselves or, you know, perhaps, you know, just, you know what I'm trying to say. There's rich people that have done shit to themselves and people are like, how can they hurt themselves? And how can they decide they, they're not willing to live anymore with all this money? Like I said, you get so much money, it just goes back to baseline and you just feel as though you don't really have the money. Like having that money just doesn't feel like it anymore. It just doesn't feel as good anymore. And that's on hedonic adaptation. If you haven't watched my video on why money makes you happy, then go and click that here, here, here. And in my next video, I will be talking about what actually makes you happy. How can you be more happy? What were the true, true causes of, or the true sources of real happiness? We'll get into it next week. Bye.